Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. I ain't, I ain't gonna point out the fact that y'all got hella hyper when y'all saw each other. When you were talking to guys, you was all muted. As soon as y'all talked to each other, a secret handshake that popped out of your voice. <laughs> well, we fought. We have followed each other for oh, years, God, yeah. years on Twitter. <laughs> this is wonderful. I just I feel like y'all just hit the kind of voice. Y'all hit the pitch together. That makes me want to talk with that pitch too. Like y'all be like, "Hey, hey," and I be like, "Hey, y'all, hey, hey, hey." No, not me. Still talking with that voice? I am. Oh, this is awkward. Huh. Um. That that Deshaun. voice is really for yes. um. Greetings. Hey man, what's hey. going on? Thank you, Deshaun. Oh, See. <laughs> oh. That voice for the whole time we talk. It's only for greetings. Yeah. Oh, so so like um, you say hey in that voice, and you go back to your regular voice. So it's like, hey girl, how are you? I'm good, chilling. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know now because I I know now why people didn't want to talk to me because I would maintain that same voice. For the whole <laughs> wow. Conversation. Yo, no, abort. That's not, that's not how that, that's not how this works at that's all. Not how this works. <laughs> I'm about to run a Boston on y'all. No. Hey, girl, it's your turn. No. Please don't. Y'all want to play cards against humanity? I'll go first. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's annoying. Uh, Jerry, I'm not going to want to listen to That's why many people don't talk to me because I couldn't do that either. <laughs> But who have you heard that carries a whole conversation like that? My mother-in-law. Oh. All yeah, old black women can do it. See, I could see that, like, in a situation where, like, you just with somebody, like, it's not your, it's not somebody who you really, really know. Like, it's just somebody who you see kind of occasionally. So it's just nothing but high pitch. How's the kids? Oh, they fine. Da, da, da. It's like that grocery store conversation. Yeah. And after you leave, you, like, under your breath, like, oh, that bitch ain't shit. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, that is yeah. actually how my conversation with my mother-in-law goes, except <laughs> without the bitch part and the ain't shit part, but everything in the middle, yeah, that's, yeah. And I just look at her like, you know, we ain't even out of the vestibule of church, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know if God can send lightning through buildings, but he helped, uh, I don't know, y'all haven't seen the equalizer yet. Anyhow, single simulcast, <laughs> episode 309. As always, Shantae's in the building. I say as always, like, I don't just appreciate every single moment that I have an opportunity to talk with you. Like, this is literally the dopest thing ever, just having you there to talk to. I mean, it's not the dopest thing ever. The dopest thing ever would be if Nisha would join us on the show, too, but I don't think I could handle that. (laughs) I would literally never be right. Everything I said would be like, please. And I'd, I'd end up in my feelings. Like, I, the last time I had Nisha on a show with me for the Dream Team, I ended up cashing out on the show. 
I was just oh, like, wow. forget y'all. I, I can't even, because they ganged up on me. Like, her and Star <laughs> are both Virgos, so that's all bad already. And Jay's just a dick. So, I'm like, fuck all three of y'all. And then that night, you know, I pulled off one out of three. <clears throat> so, we're also joined by... Um, <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, We're we're all we're today. We are joined by two of like literally my favorite people. Um, We are joined by Miss Ace Noir from uh, who from Lithium the Lashes. Tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about your blog. The floor is yours. Oh, uh, about me, uh, I'm not that interesting. People say I am, but I'm pretty sure they're lying. Um, so I have a blog. It's Lithium to Lashes, and the main focus of it is mental health and beauty. So I have bipolar disorder, and I'm very, very open about it. But I realized that a lot of people um, were kind of scared to open up about their own mental health struggles because they felt alone. So I created the blog uh, to just be able to put out my own life experiences with um, living with a mental illness. And then also my other hobby, which is pretty much all things beauty, makeup, skincare, hair, Um, because, you know, nobody wants to be a Debbie Downer all the time. And there is more to me and other people with mental illnesses than just our diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So I just like to give a little insight into my life my travels my hobbies and just have you know make it organic and have fun with it and just reach other people and show them that you know you're not alone this isn't it's not isolated other people are going through the same thing Mm -hmm. i think it's very important that we uh let people know that a the folks who uh don't know much about mental health uh, let them know that, and it's sad that we have to do this, but yet we do because of the way that stigmas are and the way the media is, that we have to let them know that we're not going to fucking hurt you. Right. Um, like, uh, we are actually more likely to be victims of violence than perpetrators of violence, which, you know, you hear that all the time, but it just never sinks in with people. But we're actually p- just people, and we're pretty fucking awesome. Yep. And I, I also uh, wanted to say that I was talking with a friend of mine uh, earlier today who was uh, saying that they felt like uh, every time they take one step forward, they take two steps back. And I just want to say real quick that sometimes you have to take those two steps back so then you can get a better scope of the area in front of you. Yeah, it's like a hard reset. Yeah. And, and and don't get down on yourself when you take those two steps back. Just figure out what exactly did you want to do and push towards that. Or if what you were doing wasn't the right thing, push in a different direction. But do not give up. Um, we, I'm, I'm grateful for your words. I know Shante is. I heard the voice. Um, <laughs> like, I look forward to reading what you have to say. Oh, thank you. All the time. Because there aren't too many people that I can trust to speak. I look for people who talk as honestly about mental health awareness as I do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for people who can say, you know what, today I'm not okay. This is what's going on. But 
here's what I'm looking forward to. Here's what I'm doing. I'm not just going to um, sit back and, and, and I'm not going to let you think that all I do is wallow or sleep or anything like that. Here's my life. Here's what I'm doing because there are days when I just don't want to do anything, but people who don't have mental health issues have those days where they just don't want to do anything. So it, exactly it's like it's it's stigmatizing us to say oh yeah they got depression that's why they didn't get out of bed this morning no nigga luke no, i was just tired home. yeah i stayed <laughs> up all night watching it uh it, yeah i was tired but yeah and i also try not to romanticize it and go that whole super positive mm-hmm. positivity cure everything type of route i i show the good bad ugly ins and outs uh i'm very much like there's not always a silver lining but i'm still here so i'm still standing yeah 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 (laughs) and also um what else was there i had something else on my mind oh my god i forgot it it's gonna come back later and it's no longer gonna be relevant or funny it's just gonna be awkward as shit because i'm gonna (laughs) say it in that high-pitched voice i swear to god i swear to god you just i'm not gonna use the high-pitched voice till i remember it and then it's just gonna pop out um, now we are also joined by Deshaun, aka Big Boy Ten Seventy Seven. Now this young fella right here is my brother. This is my brother, brother right here. Like, 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 way back. Like for those of y'all who listen to the Dream Team, we weren't always this way. <laughs> We weren't always good people. We had an so-called We Matured. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because we used to ask people for voicemails and emails and all that kind of stuff and reviews. And as soon as somebody would be nice enough to give us one of those sad things, we would jump on them like a pack of hyenas and just tear them apart. Pure wolves, dicks. It was great. And subsequently, we ended up with a group of listeners who were as bounded as we were. Ooh. Which led to wonderful phone calls like when Deshaun and I want to say it wasn't Howard. It was Deshaun and Kojak, rest in peace, homie, had a back and forth where they were talking about, um, they were talking about hamburgers and 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 basketball and all this kind of stuff and and we would take people's words and make them into into parts of our soundboard so we have big boys saying nice that's him (laughs) if y'all listen to the dream team that's him saying that um but he would call into the show he would email the show he was a a a loyal listener and then one day he was like y'all know what i fucked around and did a podcast and he put out a podcast and it was freaking hilarious and it was one episode, and he never did anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and just touched me in the morning and just walked away and didn't hear from him again for, like, till now. Like, honestly, oh. on a podcasting, on a podcasting, having his voice on my show now. So it's been about two years since then. So, Deshaun, yeah. tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about your show. What you been up to, bro? The floor is yours. Oh, well, I do want to say one thing before I talk about myself. I do want to say that um, 
I think her blog is pretty cool. Um, I haven't checked it out, but the whole idea about mental health and her having a beauty blog, I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, that's what actually inspired me to want to be a, a, a podcaster myself and vlog and blog and all this type of stuff is because everybody has a story to share. And uh, just because your experience isn't like, uh, you might think that your experience isn't that important or that relevant to somebody it could be, you know? Mm-hmm. So to share your life story or your experiences with somebody and then if it could touch somebody in any kind of way, I think that's very important. So I salute her and I'll definitely be checking her blog out because, you know, that that type of stuff inspires me. And I think that it's kind of awesome that she has that. Um, On top of that, um, like I said, my favorite uh, podcast of all time is the Dream Team. Uh, I honestly love that podcast because when I stumbled across it, um, well, I ran into Scar and Sherry at first, and I ran into one of those episodes where they were like drunk and they were arguing back and forth. Yeah, that and it was hilarious. So, yeah, they, they they were really funny. But then I ran into the Dream Team podcast, and I thought it was great because you guys it's it's a podcast, but you guys, you can tell that you guys are actually friends and that you're just having a conversation. So it's like sitting there listening to just being with your homeboys and kicking it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I, uh, the one thing I really appreciate about that podcast. That's why I always say it's my favorite podcast. Well, it'll be my second favorite podcast because I do have my own podcast now. <laughs> SoundCloud. Um, it's on iTunes and Google Play. It's called Spit That Ish. It's a sports podcast. I've been doing it for five weeks now. And every week I just try to strive to get better at it. Because one day I do want to like cover the draft and all that. And I want to make it a, a career. So this is what I'm trying to do. And I put all my eggs in this basket. And I'm really you know focused on doing that. So that's about it. For sure. Um, I got stuff. We got topics and all that good stuff to talk about. But um, before we go any further, do y'all mind real quick? Um, I got funk with my great aunt. Like this is <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is like unprecedented. This is like unheard of type stuff for me. Like I don't even I don't even know how we got here. But I officially have funk with my great aunt. She's like seventy five. If I see her on the block, it's on on site. To be honest, I don't even know if she's my great aunt. She just popped up on Facebook and she got my granny's last name. So I just assumed she might be my great cousin. She might be my cousin. She might just not have aged well, but she's something. And we got funk because, first of all, R. Kelly is a nasty motherfucker. Oh. oh, man. I hate R. Kelly. Everybody also in as well. I don't understand why people don't even, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Step in the name of love wasn't that good, niggas. At all. Let, let's, let's be real. Like, y'all step, step, side to side. Like, come on. Come on, somebody. By now, d- fuck that shit. Do the, do, the, do the cha-cha slide or something. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Boom! You just replaced it. Um, Basically. But R. Kelly is a, is a nasty-ass, punk-ass Dirty ass, dumb ass, evil ass, old ass, big head ass nigga who uh, <laughs> is a serial rapist and a pedophile 
and a giant pedo, giant pedophile with a big ass head. Did I mention he has a big ass head? <laughs> um, he does have a big head. That nigga looked like a balloon where you leave it out in the sun for a while and it the air somehow seeps out even though it's still tied off so it'll get that weird shape. That's what his head looked like. Anyhow, bobblehead ass nigga. Um, he is a, 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 a pedophile and the head of a cult where he uh, assaults women and, and berates them and beats them and, 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 and does horrible things to these ladies. And he's a piece of shit. So that's like a that's like getting the EGOT, you know, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Like he's a he's a thorough all around piece of shit. Um, and he also ruined the concert with Jay Z, that uh, one where he sang fucking Fiesta, whatever it is, the On the Run tour. No, that was Beyonce. No, not something like Two Worlds or Best of Worlds or something. Yeah, because they were talking yeah. about R. Kelly's head. Um, <laughs> wow. So, anyhow, this punk-ass, dirty-ass, nasty-ass, fake-ass, pedophile nigga. Uh, Tell him how you really pedophile feel. Because Jim DeRogatis <laughs> has been talking about it for, like, years. And for some reason, niggas just ain't got the memo. Oh, they got it, but they crumpled they it up, threw it in the trash. They don't that, care. You, that's... You know what? These niggas are the niggas like the the white folks in office space. We just keep walking <laughs> past them. Like, did you get the memo on the TPS reports? Yeah, I got it. All right, cool. Keep on listening to R. Kelly. Did, did, hey, hey, hey. Did you get the memo on the TPS reports? Yes, I got it like three times now. Cool. Why are you still listening to him? I, I didn't. I, I, I skimmed it. Okay, read the whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to read it. Two days later. Hey, you still doing the same shit. Did you get the memo? On the TPS report. Nigga, I can't read. (laughs) Sound it out. Niggas niggas be claiming all sorts of wild shit so they can keep listening to R. Kelly. I'm legally blind. P.O.P. Hold it down. Um, And so I just brushed them off like y'all niggas is trash, but I'm not going to fuck with R. Kelly. I, I, I don't, you know what it is, man? I, I think and it, it, with him, it's hard. Like, I think people try to try to separate the music from the actual person. But yeah. in his case, I don't feel like you can do that. Uh-uh. Like, you know he's singing to little girls. Mm-hmm. It, it just, mm-hmm. it's the just, nigga has a song bro. called It Seems Like You're Ready. Yeah. Oh. He married Aaliyah at 15, bro. The and everybody has, talking about something is cool because her parents said it's okay. The nigga it's has not a song... Okay. Called you got that vibe where he says little cute Aaliyah's got it. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga twice. So while I was on the fuck that nigga tour 2018, um, we it's a every year tour. It's like Dave Matthews band. We never actually go home. We just keep touring. We are literally always on that fuck that nigga tour. Uh, 2000 whatever. Brought to you by nigga not you. Um, (laughs) and so. This nigga, after 25 years or so, according to him, because this nigga, look, Jim DeRogatis got on his helmet a long time ago, and uh, black women got on his helmet a long time ago, and this nigga still had six-year-olds coming up to his, or let me be honest, 15-year-olds coming up to his concerts wearing wedding dresses and shit, and niggas were like, I can't read good. So, finally, uh... 
Time's Up happened, Me Too happened, and black women were able to finally be heard. Niggas, listen to black women. Would have happened a long time ago. Niggas finally listened. Like, they were like, hey, have you been talking all this time? I had your microphone muted for 23 years. What? Word? R. Kelly? Let me look into that. So R. Kelly's like, oh, shit. And so he puts out a 19 minute song. Damn. A, a 19 minute song. I tell you what was in it, but I can't because I didn't listen to it because fuck R. Kelly. Um, but I know that while in, in it, he talks about uh, how he's a, how he, he says he's being accused of being a rapist and a cult leader. And then he talks about Jim DeRogatis and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it, he never mentions the fact that he's a piece of shit. So I just want to put that in there as an addendum. He's a piece of shit. Um, anyhow, I said on Facebook that R. Kelly put out an album or put out a song and I'm not fucking with it because fuck R. Kelly as a staff record label and as a big headed nigga. Um, <laughs> and so everybody was like, yeah. And, and everybody was in agreement, you know, uh, that, I have no reason to listen to a song because all it does reminds me is that he's not in jail yet and he hasn't seen any real, true repercussions for his crime. Um, I hope he trips up a flight of stairs and breaks every bone in his body. Actually, I was going to say, I hope he trips up a flight of stairs, breaks every bone in his body, and then shits himself. Yeah. But I thought that might have been a little bit Whoa. much because, you know. Nah, he should shit himself. No, no. <laughs> No, I, I'm just saying. I, I just thought it was going to be a little bit much to fit on Twitter, so I didn't put oh, all that on. Oh, there. okay. Um, and so everybody should have made like, it an Instagram yeah. post. Hmm? Should have put it on Instagram, man. Right. And so everybody was like, "Yeah, that's what's up. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga." And um, everybody was in agreement except for my great cousin aunt, whatever. Uh, because I called that nigga a rapist. And she said, R. Kelly, comma, I don't know why people talk, why people type like this. I don't know how this happens. But, <laughs> but since I'm banging on this nigga, I'm banging on this nigga. R. Kelly, comma, doesn't give a damn of what petty people think concerning his music. He's, comma, still standing and recording his music. He, comma, is not begging anybody to buy his music. Okay. Ain't nobody say all that. Yeah, she. I mean, she got a point, but who cares what she's talking about? Like, I just said right back, he's a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like you can say all that. Uh, you, he's a rapist, and she yeah. came back and said, "Derek Jones, comma, did you witness R. Kelly <laughs> anyone? If, comma, you actually if no if, comma." You did not actually witness the incident. You don't know that R. Kelly did a damn thing. Is having sex and with a 15 year old, would that be considered rape? Uh, 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 no. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, it, it, it is. What, what, what'd you say, Ace? I think, but she don't know that nothing happened or didn't happen because she wasn't there either. But all these reports from people who were, they Hello. No, the reason I was I was asking that is because of the videotape. Because he has a tape of him having sex with a 15-year-old girl. Mm. Even though I know it might have been consensual, I think it's still... I don't think it was. 
I don't think any sex with a 15 year old can be consensual. Exactly. That's what I meant. So, mm-hmm. what is she talking about? That's proof of that's proof in itself. And I, I told her, I told her, because this is my great aunt, cousin, whatever. You know, I'm like, okay, you old, you stumbled in here, whatever, but you old. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be gentle. I was like, don't, don't, don't cuss or yell at me, because you know, you typing in all caps. That's that's yelling, and you <laughs> cussing <laughs> at me. Internet, yeah. Don't, don't, don't cuss or yell at me. She said, I'm parentheses, 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 grown. Close parentheses. Close parentheses. Since you're grown, here comes these Twitter fingers. I say what the fuck I want. If, comma, you don't like what I say, don't comment on it. You get that, nigga? You on my page. Oh, they're so good for that. You on my page, and I, and then she came back and said, "This is grown folks talking here. I'm your aunt. I, said, and... I don't care who you are. I'm still trying to be nice. I don't care who you are because I don't know if my mama watching. I don't care who you are. She might know my grandma. I don't know how these folks know each other. I don't know how we're related, but niggas just show up at family reunions and be like, that's that nigga. So I was like, yeah. I don't care who you are. Don't curse at me or leave." And I said, it's pretty gutsy you to come on my page, curse at me, and then say, don't comment on my page. You got nerve. She came back and said, Derek Jones, F you. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Right. And I said, you want no. all the smoke. <laughs> F you. This is like when uh, on Friday when they slammed the door in her face. and Well, fuck you. Come on, sister. Let's get out of here. Half dead <laughs> motherfucker. I was shocked. I was I was taken aback. And then and then I I got mad. Like wait, I'm trying to be nice here. Yeah, try to be respectful for you, teeth, bitch ass. But... I, I tried to be nice. You're mimicking me. You are rude, and this conversation is over. So I was like, she was like, Derek Jones, f you. Uh crying smiley face finger pointing like she meant that shit so i was like, <laughs> like you know what nah whoever the fuck you are fuck you go fuck yourself until you pass the fuck out you wretched motherfucker get fucked get blocked and be blessed because again i don't know if i'm gonna see her at church or at a family reunion or something like that and she's old so she's gonna forget everything but the blessing Ooh. All right, you think Listen, so? She want my, all that smoke. She gonna be ready. Yeah, my family reunion next year is gonna be extra spicy because I've blocked so much of. <laughs> yeah, I am learning that there is a certain beauty and freedom in blocking people at the perfect moment. Yeah, it's almost like. Because they can't get that last word in. Ooh, they be mad. Yeah. It's kind of like back in the day when you used to argue with niggas on phones. Remember those? The things that you text on? Um, but The flip phone? The, where you could like get that real satisfying click. That good click? Yeah. Um, but when you used to be arguing with them and they'd start talking, you'd be like, fuck you, nigga, and just hang up. Mm-hmm. And then they'd call back and you'd answer and they'd be like, here's another mother click. Click. And when you hang up on them enough times and when they call back, they got to say real quick, don't hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Those used to be the best. What you want, nigga? I just wanted to say fuck click. 
Call back again. Don't hang up. What? Why are you being like this? Why can't we just talk like adults? What you got to say? Get immature. Right? You you going to be immature. And this woman is like a hundred. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't even know who she is. Like, I'm lightweight scared that it's one of my aunties that I actually like signing under a pseudonym or something. And I'm be like, damn. And then I'm not going to like them either. But it, it can't be. It's like a 98-year-old woman. Mm. All I know is you better watch out at the family reunion because if you don't know who she is, and she seems like she do want to smoke, so she's going to be <laughs> seeking you out, buddy. That's all right. Don't eat the potato salad. <laughs> real. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting down at the domino table and she's going to be like, I got next. Because, and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, she talk just like she typed. Nah, she's going to be like, remember me, motherfucker? Fuck you. It's going to be on and popping then. I'm going to be like, you you didn't get blessed? You're going to hear R. Kelly in the background. You're going to know what time it is. <laughs> no one heard her in the boom box with Not the R. Kelly like on stuff. Not knowing her old ass, I just assumed that she would play, want to play R. Kelly, but she'd fuck it up and put on Montel Jordan something for the honeys. <laughs> I'm gonna show him. I'm the type of guy who takes time. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Told you I remember. Hey! So, um, I'm not gonna do the voice though, because that shit is <laughs> So, for some strange reason, I was minding my own business being cool, being Rashani, you know the rest. Um, and cooking, because I do that. And for some strange reason, the uh, weirdest song popped into my head. The, the, the song that popped into my head was the intro to Showtime at the Apollo, which I don't think gets enough credit as the greatest intro music in television history. <laughs> Whoever wrote okay. that song didn't expect the perfect black person to get on that song and make it their own. <laughs> they were initially like, okay, this is these are the words you're going to say. It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen. Get up on your feet. At the Apollo, can you feel the heat? And they were like, yeah, nigga. Let me get that real quick. It's showtime. Come up on your feet. <laughs> Can you feel the heat? Ooh, get up on the groove. The Apollo. And then they got real deep. Do y'all remember this? The Apollo. What made me think yeah. about it, Shantae, was Billy Porter on Pose. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Oh. He looks like he would have tore the intro to Showtime at the Apollo down. <laughs> but they sent out... Do y'all remember this? This was back in like the the early 90s. They might still sing the song. I don't bloody know. I haven't watched it in a while. But back in the early 90s, mid-90s, where they sent out the dancers and everything for the yeah. intro. And they danced because they had him recorded. He wasn't doing this shit more than once. Oh, get up on your feet! Can you feel the heat? Ooh, end up on the groove. The Apollo, the Apollo. And then it goes, who? 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 
I don't know why that popped into my head, but it is literally, I want that song. I want that song to be my ringtone. Oh. <laughs> and then they go up another pitch, like like Beyonce on Love on Top. Oh, God. It's showtime. Who sings that song? I don't know. You know, you don't know? I don't know. Oh. I want to know. It, it, it reminds me, I've never heard that because I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch the Showtime at the Apollo, but it reminds me of like when you be in a car and you like hear like the, um, uh, you listening to the radio and like they be having like the songs that go to like lawyer law firms or something like that or to like the radio station, like they got somebody to come sing the hook to the jingle or something, but they sing it with like all their heart and stuff like it's going to be that big break. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me see if I can find it. Showtime at the Apollo. The Apollo! I'm telling you, it is so lit. Like, that is the best. And people never give it the credit it deserves. But let me see. Opening song. Let me see here. I apologize for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This song is fucking incredible. Everybody should love it the way I love it. And, um... Let me see. Tell me if y'all can hear it or not. Because if not, then I, I just fuck this all up. Tonight, from the village of Harlem in New York City. First of all, that that that's that 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 saxophone showed you something something about to happen. Mm-hmm. Tonight, from the village of Harlem in New York City, the world famous Apollo Theater, where dreams are born and legends are made is proud to present It's Showtime at the Apollo! Starring Steve Harvey with our guests all for one. Plus an all-new Apollo Kids competition. And Amateur Night with Kiki Shepard, Sandman Sims, Rachel and the crew, and the Apollo Tonight's show is dedicated to the Tree of Hope, an Apollo legend. I don't know about y'all, but I was I was Q dog. I was grooving. I was grooving. Right. Well, no. What what I remember about this, I feel like that roof part is when the the dancers are making their way down the aisle. Yeah. Like that's that that that's that they're making like the dance, you know, the singing, and then that that roof. They are making, you know, when they're whatever headdresses or whatever they had on, they were making their way down the aisle. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is like when you watched Apollo on TV, it looked huge, but when you actually go there, you're like. Damn, Mama, what? Y'all say, oh, 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 that was it. This is, this is okay. Huh. Angles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember somebody said that to me my first year in college, and I was like, uh, get that. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> oh, that's it. Huh? Angles. I have a question. Is that uh, is that current? Like, is Steve Harvey the host of the Apollo now? No, this was like 1993. Oh, okay. Because they said all for one. 
Which reminds me. How many jobs do Steve Harvey have? All Jesus. of them. Except for being All a good the jobs. Husband. All the jobs. <laughs> except for being a good husband. Yeah, oh, wow. Pretty much. Oh, man. Where to go? Speaking of all for one. Oh, save stories. I got it. I got it. I got it. So, a nigga from, uh, oh, my God. What is that? Color me bad. Oh, oh, woo, ah. Oh, Mike Calderon was taken from taken to the hospital after getting shoved from behind by the lead singer of Color Me Bad. Oh, uh, color me a color it a bad night for Color Me Bad, the R and B, the hit making R and B outfit that since reuniting in 2010 have maintained a steady tour schedule. By the what? way, just just me, Rashani, just talking real quick. It's real easy to maintain a steady tour schedule when you only got three good songs. That is true. Wait, yeah, three? I want to sex you up. That's all I remember. And then I adore Mia more. Oh, they okay. Dream. Wait, is is like their tour schedule like on a cruise ship? Um, and I it's it's all European stops. Um, you know what? It's no telling. But I was gonna say because uh. I know SWV and maybe it was New Edition or maybe it was Belle Biv DeVoe or, or something. You know, it was just like mm-hmm. those 90s, those 90s things. Like they're, I mean, yeah. they are working at casinos and, and you know, the smaller theaters and stuff and, and getting mm-hmm. it popping. Mm-hmm. So it's but no I, telling. It was like, aren't they like SWV and uh, New Edition? Like, are they doing it together or... Cause like I can understand like a '90s R&B um, tour with like multiple groups, but mm-hmm. uh, just color me bad. Color me a bad eye. Color just a bad. No, idea. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey baby, I got us tickets for the Color Me Bad concert. Who? With color who else? Me bad and who? <laughs> I mean, I no, like just color, color me, me bad. bad. If they're gonna so... be on concert, they need to be on concert with again all for one. Maybe the boys, um, and shy, shy, and Joe. Mm. I feel like Joe needs to be the headliner. Yeah, he would definitely be the headliner in that. Yeah, and that's not saying much. No, no, but it's also mm-hmm. because he's like the only black solo artist in that uh, in that group. And shy would sing comfort, and then they go into the acapella mode, and then they leave out. <laughs> um, yeah. But nah, Color Me Bad's touring. <laughs> that is <laughs> interesting. Get, hey, get it where you live, I guess. I, I, there's a market for anything. Right? Apparently, there's a market for bad singing uh, with niggas who look like Kenny G. Um, wow. <laughs> well, wait, because they're, they're, they, they are... Okay, so I'm looking at their concert schedule, at least. And what I'm looking at, August 4th, it's Color Me Bad and Tag Team. But Back then, but what? then, but then, uh, yeah, and it looks like there's maybe a, the next date is uh the uh, August seventeenth. It looks like it says it's Boyz II Men, Keith Sweat, Keith Sweat, Escape, Jodeci, Bell Biv DeVoe, and then yeah, Keith Sweat. So I mean, they're they're on. Okay, it sounds like they're on sense. a '90s tour. So it's a summer festival. Okay, okay, and, that that yeah. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Even though they shouldn't be on that tour with all those folks. Ooh, I'm looking at pictures of them now, and they look 
whooped. Ooh, the fuck horrible. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, like aging is one thing, but ooh. They got hit by the wagon they fell off of. Um Good. As singer and founding member Mark Calderon belted out the final notes of the group's iconic I Wanna Sex You Up, fellow founding member Brian Adams strolled on stage and fiercely shoved his bandmate. According oh, wow. to TMZ, Calderon hit some sound equipment when he fell, resulting in a trip to a local hospital to treat neck and back pain because they're old. <laughs> We're not recovering Why? well anymore. I want to know what caused this altercation. Sources told TMZ that Abrams, frustrated over issues with his voice, left the stage earlier in the night. The Blast, meanwhile, reports that officers tell them that alcohol was a factor. Mm. Sources Ooh. also tell The Blast that Abrams screamed, I'm motherfucking color me bad! <laughs> wow, David. That's a lie. Okay, That's David. A lie. David Ruffin. <laughs> Did nobody come to see you, Charlie? Because <laughs> there's no white folks named Otis. Um, when pushing Calderon, Abrams reportedly posted bail and was released early Monday morning. Ooh. I am going to say that's a lie. I'm going to say something. This was an argument over the big piece of chicken. <laughs> you eat that breast one more time. Eat the breast. Eat the breast. I, I ate the breast. What you gonna do? the kill breast for after the show, and your ass just had to go. That that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck uh, you up. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. All night until <laughs> it feels good. Ooh. I'm gonna beat you up. I'm motherfucking calling me bad. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> but y'all go on Google and look at these recent pictures and tell me they wasn't fighting over the big piece of chicken. <laughs> oh, they were fighting over the only piece of chicken. Um, <laughs> color me mother. I am motherfucking color me bad. Like, <sighs> oh my god. All- they was coloring outside the lines, inside the lines. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is all bad. Oh my god! Oh, god. oh wow! There's a video. There's <laughs> oh, video. No. Oh, There's no. video. Oh my god! It, it is he screaming? I'm motherfucking coloring me bad on the video. Cause, cause I feel like that's where the magic happens. <sighs> Yo, they look like Ooh, it's on CNN <laughs> too. So you know it's legit. <laughs> oh boy. I just I feel like there's better ways to solve your issues than to attack your own cat your own bandmate on stage. I feel like you're off the you're out of the band now. <laughs> I, I feel like you may not be bad. <laughs> Yo, I had, wait, I had to pause it. I had to pause it because I like I'm watching the video. So and Brian is coming, baby. He is coming with intent. <laughs> I am stri- I had to pause it. I just reached the Ooh. I had to pause it. He is coming. Oh, he went flying. That wasn't like a little shove. That- oh, my goodness. He was upset. 
He's motherfucking color me bad. Oh, nah. It already sounds bad, and there's only one member on the stage. Where the rest of the group? Jello time. Oh, that wasn't them dancing? I don't know if that was, I don't know what was going on. It's just obviously that was Calderon in the middle of those two dudes. Right. Who were dancing around, you know, dancing and everything, but the, no wonder, you know what? No wonder Brian was pissed off because that's his song. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. That's his song. Yes, like it is. you don't hear anybody else. You don't even hear anybody else's voice on uh, on that on uh, I want to sex you up. It's Brian. So for, <laughs> no wonder he came out. Boy, he came out like he came out like extra. Like I don't know. It, he looked what? scared. He looked like a bouncer. He, right. Yes. He was on some Suge Knight shit. Yes. And he shoved that nigga and put his hands up like O'Doyle rules. <laughs> they literally look like juggalos with no makeup. Right? Oh, shit. Mm. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I'm just like, the other two members didn't even do anything. They're just like, this is Brian being Brian, man. You just gotta let it happen. <laughs> It's a hard screen. You gonna call nine one one over a hard screen? <laughs> Nigga, you calling nine one one over like Shante said? You call this? A, this maybe a technical, maybe a technical too. <laughs> but here's the thing: two things. One, one, number one, most important. I being Rashani, that's me. I'm you know just kicking back, being cool. Got funk with my great cousin auntie. Um, I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't think I stay at a concert where there's only like six people in the crowd and I have to stand. Oh God, no. I don't go to concerts where I have to stand, period. Yeah. No, that's suffering. <laughs> like, why do I want to stand through your four hour set? Mm-mm. I like standing up when they tell me to stand up in church. But let you tell it, they only got three songs. So it sounds like you only <laughs> standing for nine minutes. Nigga, let me, tell you, let me tell you a story from early in single simulcast. I thought that I was getting off easy when I went to a free concert in a park in Washington, D.C. And um, the Ohio players were, were performing. Mm. Was it the Ohio players? They're the ones who, no, sorry, take that back. Heat Wave was performing. Heat Wave? Yeah, Heat Wave. They made Boogie Nights and Always and Forever. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, cool. I'm going to go here, see a classic group get down, have a good time. My mom is here. She's going to pay for me to go to dinner because that's the rule. Um, I was 19. I just knew that was the rule. It wasn't the rule. I was hot. Um, But they came out and sang Boogie Night five times. (laughs) (laughs) And Always and Forever once which had me hot because (laughs) how you can't you just switch on and off couldn't you just switch between the two songs like i want to hear always and forever more than once but no boogie nights five times like they sang the song and everybody cheered and they're like hey 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 and they're like thank you thank you we love you dc we love you oh oh wait this is a free concert in the park we just realized that and I thought that meant free for y'all to get in, but apparently that means free for all of us. So, boogie nights! 
<laughs> so unfortunate. It was so not cool. Um, the other person who did that to us, that it's happened to me twice, mm. where a nigga apparently didn't get paid and went rogue. <laughs> and the second time a nigga went rogue on stage was my beloved wife and Nisha. My beloved wife Nisha and I went to a local club, which, first of all, yeah, bad idea. There's not enough chairs at a local club. Local club. But we went to a local club <laughs> to see Dwayle. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go see Dwayle. Dwayle's dope. I love all of his albums. Have all of them because Spotify. But even before Spotify, when I actually had to pay for them on iTunes, I had like two. But now that it's on Spotify, I have like all five because it's Spotify. I have all of his albums and the remixes and the instrumentals. I am the biggest fan now that it's free-ish. Um, but when I had to pay $10.99 per album, I was, you know, I was okay. But now that I got all of them, I now realize I love that nigga. Um, but... So we went to see Dwayle. And first of all, Dwayle has a dude opening up for him because he's fucking Dwayle. It's understandable. So Dwayle has a dude opening up for him. And this dude uh, decides that his best, his next move is going to be his best move. And his next move is to do karaoke. So he's a rapper doing. Um, Two chains music. Uh, I remember he did the "All I Want for My Birthday Is a Big Booty" song. Oh my! And then he uh, did Kendrick Lamar's "Swimming Pools." Back before it got really popular, he thought niggas didn't know, but we knew. We knew mm-hmm. what he was talking about. We was looking at him. So he got ran off the stage. Oh! And then Dwayne came up, and we was all standing because oh, there wasn't no chairs. Because this is the club where they took all the chairs out. So it was all standing. So I moved up to the front. Fuck it, it's Dwayne. I know all five of his albums at this point in time. That's my nigga. And so I get up in the front and I'm like, Dwayne! <laughs> I must admit, I don't give a fuck what you think. If I like music enough, if I like a nigga enough, I'm a fan out just like everybody else. Did it for Fonte too. Did it so bad that he blocked me for like three years on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, which was sad because I just wanted him to be on the show. Maybe the problem was that I kept screaming that at him. Fonte! You're the best Fonte! Singlesongcast.com, Fonte, you should email me. Fonte! So, um, Dwayne gets up there and I'm freaking the fuck out and my wife is watching me freak the fuck out and uh, he starts singing and he sings like two songs that I really like. And I'm like, ooh, and I'm moving back and forth, and I'm grooving. I got my eyes closed. I'm looking like uh, Electra when she hears that I'll be sure uh, <laughs> that, that Ricky is torn with I'll be sure on Pose. By the way, if y'all haven't seen Pose yet, please do. That show is fucking phenomenal. Anyhow, Dwayne sings the songs. I'm moving back and forth. I'm looking at him with a stupid grin on my face. And, and my wife is watching me have a great time because she's like, I know this your boy. So she's like having a great time watching me have a great time. Um, and then after three songs, the nigga stopped singing. And he's like, and I'd like to bring up my backup singer to sing some songs. And the nigga walks the fuck off stage after three songs. Wow. <laughs> Turns out the promoter didn't pay him. So this nigga oh. walks the fuck off stage and goes to get some paid autographs done while his backup singer, Chris Tate, I remember this shit because he was throwing his CD out into the crowd and I got mm. one of those up front, but still. 
So <laughs> his backup singer sings like nine songs. So we pay for Dwayle to sing three songs, his backup singer to sing nine songs, and his opening rap karaokeist to do one and a half Other songs. songs. <laughs> Cause that nigga got ran off right between the next po up. Cause that nigga had the nerve mm. to act like, <laughs> let me pull. He had the he had the unmitigated gall. He this nigga he he my nigga this nigga this nigga 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 <laughs> this nigga this nigga had the nerve to try and make swimming pools into a bounce song. This nigga was jumping around the stage. Po up, drank, nigga, po out, drank, and he was bouncing around the stage and everything. I didn't know. I didn't know that the reason why the nigga was bouncing around the stage like that is because niggas was already chucking shit at him. Hey, hey, hey Rashani, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been laughing this whole time. I don't know if you can hear me or not. I'm not trying to be rude, but um, I just find it <laughs> hilarious when you said that the, the, um, the first time he went to the free concert. <laughs> just kept playing. <laughs> Boogie. <laughs> Nigga, like, like, and here's the thing. They, they play Boogie Nights. Oh, and we shit. all cheer. Yeah, my mom cheered more than me because, you know, Heat Wave, that's her group. That's like that's like her how many babies did you make oh, that Keith Sweat. Heat Wave is her niggas. And they have three songs. I'll take that back. I know this because they her niggas. Them and the average white band. So they have Boogie Nights. They had um, Always and Forever. And they had mind-blowing decisions. Mind-blowing decisions cause mm. his head-on collisions. It was the 70s, niggas. Don't judge okay. me. Judge them. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, they had three options. That literally means after every song, you had a <laughs> 66% chance of hearing something different. Nope. <laughs> nope. Every, they stopped singing. Everybody be, yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, DC. Thank you, DC. We love you so much. Thank you, DC. <laughs> hey, y'all. You want to take it back to the old school? Nigga, you are old school. Shut up. <laughs> hey, y'all. Y'all ready for this? If you ready for this, say heat wave. Heat wave. Throw your hands up. The hands are up. Scream. <laughs> y'all ready for this? Yeah, we ready. Hey, Oh my! Boogie nights. Second time it happened, niggas. Who were stepping to the song? So they were still stepping to the song. They didn't give a fuck. They were happy. Stepping to the song. It's a free concert. It's in the middle of the park in the summer. They're stepping to the song with their beloved in the middle of the song. Whatever. The song ends. Dance with the boogie. Get down. Cause boogie nights are always the best in town. Stop. Music stops. Music stops. Everybody's clapping a little bit quieter than they were before. Thank you. I think it's so funny. I think it's so funny because at my job, we play uh, 70s music all the time. And I swear to God, that song comes out like five times a day. It's so funny. It's just, it's Thank just, you. Boogie Nights. Deshaun, thank you. We see you out there. Thank you. I want to send shots out to the management and the God. Are you happy to be here? DC, let me hear you. Ah! We're happy to be here, too. We love you, DC.
But the clapping is like this now. <laughs> and they're like, we realize that some of y'all oh, may be waiting shit. for some of our other hits. Who wants to hear mind-blowing decisions? Yeah! <laughs> Who wants to hear always and forever? Yeah! <laughs> Who wants to hear whatever else their big song is? Because they have a greatest hits <laughs> album. They're the big song. Yeah! Ooh. Look at that, nigga. Concerts is the funniest thing unless you paid for it. Because oh, Robin get mad over uh, over Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Y'all know what y'all were getting. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, me and a friend went to go see Robin Sick at Irving Plaza, and that motherfucker was drunk. <laughs> oh, drunk. Shit. Like had to cancel the, his show the next day. Drunk. Is this <laughs> after Paula. Uh, no, no, this is before Paula. Okay, but it it turns into a Paula story because he he was drunk and he starts like talking about all of the fights that he and Paula Patton were getting into. He's like, "Yeah, I kicked a, a hole in the TV and she kicked me out and blah blah blah." He was gone, and then while he's performing, he starts forgetting the lyrics to his songs. <laughs> So he's at the piano like, I got like 18 albums. I can't remember everything I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. my God. It was it was hilarious and awful at the same time. I'm like, I'm glad we didn't pay that much for tickets. <laughs> That's, that reminds me of that uh, Mad TV skit of when they used to make fun of Whitney Houston. And she used to change the lyrics to all her songs. Oh, my God. That was so good. I love that. That yeah, well, TV was classic, and I need I need more of it. Yeah, <laughs> I need to bring back the old people. Yeah, Mad TV was always better than SNL to me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was more hip mm-hmm. and more current, and you know more urban. Like SNL caters yeah. more towards the you know Caucasian crowd. Yeah. yeah. I SNL wanted to be politically like, correct. <laughs> SNL be like, we know y'all like that one black person who's on the show. 
Here's Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> or we know you like that one black person on the show. He's going to play every black person there is. Oh, Keenan and black women. Because yes. Keenan yes. has black women here. True. Mm. Mm. We'll be right back. This single simulcast. <laughs> Boogie nights. <laughs> You're listening to Single Simulcast with Rashani and my mom, Shante Fabulous. Hey, this is Charlotte. Black Lives Matter. Belinda Castile, Black Matter. Single Simulcast is what you're listening to. Hey, it's your boy Dino Red from the Shiznit, and I'm here chilling with Rashani on the Single Simulcast. Like makeup? Interested in mental health? Check out lithiumtolashes.com, where I talk about my own everyday struggles with mental health and beat my face from time to time. This is Single Simulcast. What's going on, everyone? It's Justin from the Three Fifths Podcast, and you're listening to the Single Simulcast. That was, that was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single Simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> Single Simulcast wants your reviews. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you listen to us. Tag Single Simulcast with the screenshot of your review on Facebook, or use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hi, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars Podcast, and you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave's fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crime of Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network. Game ticket, $50. Hot dog, $8. Team store item, $25. I'm talking about to meet him with one hand tied behind my back, with some glasses on with one eye lens out, with some flip-flops on in the rain. Having to listen to someone's dumb sports opinions? Worthless. Some people shouldn't talk sports. For everyone else, there's the Unspoken Podcast, available on most podcasting platforms, and on the web at theunspokensportspodcast.weebly.com. Hello, this is Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes Podcast. If you can hear my voice... That means you're tuning in to two of my faves, Rayshani and Shante Fabulous of the single Simulcast. Congrats! You made a really good choice today. You want to make another good choice? Check me out on the Mocha Minutes podcast. You won't be disappointed. If you're tuning in to the single Simulcast, you're going to love the Mocha Minutes podcast too. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast wherever you find your podcast. We'd love to have you tune in. Okay. Who Raised You podcast is a kitchen table conversation between Karen, Jolly and Yang, and Treasure Shields Redmond. (laughs) As we explore how culture, family, and intersecting identities pave our way toward liberation, we want to know who raised you. We're curious and sometimes a bit irritated. Sit down. We have lots to talk about. Hi, this is Deshaun, a.k.a. Big Boy 1077 from Spit That Ish Podcast. 
It's a sports podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and um, that's about it. Uh, we've been doing it for five weeks now. It's pretty awesome. I have a co-host named Justin. We talk about everything current in sports. And um, thanks to Rashani, and this is a single simulcast. Are you interested in supporting this black podcast? Awesome! Become a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash single simulcast. And for $5, you'll be able to chat with the hosts during our monthly Q and Awesome session. You can also support the show via our Teespring store at teespring.com slash stores slash single dash simulcast and get a shirt or a mug. You also have the option to put a little something in our cup at paypal.me slash single simulcast. <laughs> it's like I, I just said that like I'm the big I'm like the big nappy black motherfucker from a black exploitation movie. Like oh, technically we all are a dude from the black exploitation movie. Like at some point we are that dude. Like I I'm trying to place like Rashani. I guess Rashani is like the dude who turns informant, but he don't want nobody. To know, he don't want anybody to know. She's like, hey man, you didn't hear this from me, really? but uh. Really? Down the street. So no, yeah. no, no, Rashani most certainly on. is the no, one. No, y'all been street. talking over me this whole time. Hold up, no. Rashani, <laughs> Rashani is the one. That's what the snitch would say. The snitch like, look, man, I ain't no snitch. Nah. That's, that's what the snitch would say. A word on you know the street. <laughs> I, you didn't hear this from me, but uh, Huggy Bear down the corner has been slapping bitches since bitches been bitches. <laughs> <laughs> But I ain't no snitch. Yeah, that's what a snitch would say. I didn't know. I'm not a snitch. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> you jive motherfucking no, turkey. No. You <laughs> really talk about the fact that when you think about who a snitch is in this group, you think about me. It's I'm, you. I'm you actually about insulted by that. I'm insulted. You should be insulted. <laughs> it was the point. Okay. Right, no, in a black exploitation movie, okay. if, if we were in a black, oh, he's upset. If we were in a black exploitation movie, I would assume that you a snitch. You're the snitch, not like I'm in a bad way. I'm, I'm, not I'm, like likely, cops. I'm likely the one that's the real informant, and I'm the one who dies at the beginning. It, it's <laughs> y'all know who we are. I'm the one who gets killed at the beginning because he's just too fucking real, but not real enough to keep his ass alive. Hey, fuck you, pig. I'm the dude that's just the real informant, but I'm the best friend, so nobody suspects me. Right, and like you're not snitching on important shit. You just telling using the cops to help like clarify like where your turf is. I know snitch. As a matter of fact, I'm about to go on Facebook and tell people what y'all said right now. Capable woman. And she's like, oh, and there's you. I'm just like, bitch. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be beautiful forever, aren't we? Oh no, not you! I'm talking in the mirror. Like, oh, you evil motherfucker! Oh, if they re- if they make that into a live <clears throat> version, I think Nini should play her. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I, I feel like Nini would do a great job. Um, or ah, uh, man, I I just I can't I can't I can't help myself. Single simulcast episode two oh nine or three oh nine. Uh Shantae's here, uh Ace is here, and Deshaun is here. I can't help myself from talking about pose. Like everything comes back to pose <laughs> right now. Like the first season, I'm so glad they're coming out on the second season, but that first season was just incredible. Oh my god, it was an emotional roller coaster. Right. Yeah. 
I had to. I was telling. I was telling my wife. I am just sick and tired of crying on these TV shows. Y'all gonna. Y'all gonna have to stop making me tear up like at every given moment. But doggone it, like that show just hit every heartstring. And then just to make sure you cry, kicked you in the balls. Like you feel that? That's your heart. No, that's my balls, man. You kicked me now. That's your heart. Just let it happen. Let it happen. What show is this? Pose. It's on FX. Um, and the final episode for the season just came on yesterday or on Sunday, rather. Yes. So if you go on FX now, which is the app for iPhone and and Android, whatever, it's also on Amazon TV. Mm -hmm. You can watch the entire season. Just binge it. Just back to back. Well, what what, what is it about? Uh, the ballroom scene back in the eighties for LGBT. Well, really. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've seen the commercials for that. Bro, it's dope. It is. Everything about it is excellent. The, the drama is excellent. The, the dancing is excellent. The acting is spot on. The singing is amazing. And then my nigga, Billy Porter is just, bitch. Whoo. He's a motherfucking revelation playing Pray Tale. Look, dude, just watch the first episode. Just watch, because literally, I think in the first episode, like in the very first moments of the first episode, he's the MC of the ballroom circuit, of the ballroom scene that they're at. And so I think within the first couple of minutes, he's talking shit. And he's really, really good at it. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Please do. I, it sounds like one of those shows you get sucked into because I just got done watching um, Last Chance You on Netflix. Mm. I watched that in one day. Wow. See, I, I was watching that, but then when the um, the the coach on the other team in the first season he uh, got on all the black players like y'all are playing like y'all are acting like some thugs and all that kind of stuff. And there was a white dude in like Mississippi mm. calling black folks thugs, and I was like, I'm cashing the fuck out. Mm. I can only deal with so many white people in the South calling people thugs, especially one who's in a place of authority for these young men. Yeah. Like, they can't swing on you. Some of them said they wanted to. That was greatness. One of them was like, <laughs> if you wasn't my coach, I swear to God, I'd fuck you the fuck up. And I was like, me too. Me too, Thomas. Um, well, the new season is good. Yeah, they went to a new school, didn't they? Yeah, a new school. And uh, the coach is white, but... He's might as well he might as well be a black guy because he's from Compton, and uh, he acts black. So hmm. he when I say he cusses people out, I mean he's like worse than the, the the fat. See the fat guy in season one, it seems like he was cussing people out for the camera. This guy seems like he would le- le- legitimately choke one of these kids out. Oh my! He would fight them like, but he loved the kids. Like it's a really good season. I really liked. It. I enjoyed it. It was really good. Okay. I mean, I watched it in one day, so it had to be good. So, True. um, we here at Single Simulcast generally record, record. We record generally on Tuesday, sometimes on Friday, sometimes on Tuesdays and Fridays. And this past Friday, we were supposed to record, but scheduling conflicts arose, so we're going to be recording that one uh, later on down the line. Um, but one of the stories that we had saved for. Uh, last Friday, this past Friday, that didn't get recorded was about Charlemagne admitting that he raped his wife. Now, now, with that said, now, 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 with that said, the whole the whole background on it was literally it's 
a recording from a show that he did. Remember that. It's a recording from a show that he did saying that his wife told him that he basically that, that he ain't shit, that he assaulted her. Mm-hmm. He asked her if he assaulted her. She said yes. Today, his wife called into the breakfast club mm-hmm. to say, uh that's basically it. She said, uh you didn't do none of that that that, that is on record as you saying, as, as I said that you did. None of that happened. So we're all good now. Blank stare. Mm-hmm. Quiet blank stare, too, from me. Just... I'm giving it a look like uh, the kid who, the black kid who woke up on Monsters, Inc., Yes, exactly. And was like, yo, jokes ain't funny. Like, I'm that kid looking at him like, huh. I mean, Charlemagne's trash. That always is, has been. And always will be. It's noted in and, and recorded. Like, that nigga ain't shit. And I don't understand how all these ain't shit niggas keep getting successful. Like, how they keep getting the platforms. But then again, all of us ain't shit. So, if it wasn't him, it was going to be me or Deshaun. I mean, people relate <laughs> to ain't shit <laughs> niggas. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't shit. Nigga, you was talking about a nigga with one arm hitting three pointers and how you would block the shit out of that nigga. Yeah. Well, because uh, I believe being a fair, okay? If you on the basketball court, you need to get checked like everybody else. I'm not going to let the guy with one arm shoot on me and embarrass me. What's wrong with you? Wow. I'm just being real. Come in the lane, he's gonna get his shot stuffed. He shoot a three and block it. Block like, that. put, put, like you're gonna be. Then he's gonna be on the phone, police. Right. I'd like to, I, you know, I'd like to report a flagrant too. A mug. You know? That's right. <laughs> but I always right. wonder. Always wonder. Like there was those games that you would see on Sports Center, college games where like Nikisha Sales got injured, ruptured her Achilles right before she became the all-time leading scorer in women's NCAA history. So. They let her come on the court in a wheelchair and they passed her the ball right underneath the basket. <laughs> and she stood up out the wheelchair and made the shot to become the all time leading scorer. Nigga, I would have blocked the fuck out of that shot. Oh. I'd have came off the bench. I would have Michael blocked Gordon blocked her from behind and just giggled my motherfucking head off. And Trash. <laughs> nigga. That's right. You ain't about to, you ain't about to set history in my house. That's right. Not in my house. That's unnecessary. I would have blocked her her and then been like, roll out. (laughs) (laughs) You better crip walk your ass up out of here. (laughs) We ain't got shit for you here, Nikisha. Um, But yeah, you ain't shit neither. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm a competitor. It's unfortunate (laughs) that black men who are, or, or men in general who are able to continue to almost romanticize the idea of toxic masculinity and rape culture or who are able to poo-poo it away through arguing until they can break it down or, or make it so funny that it becomes palatable I need less of them 
on the big stage, and yet he's about to get a job at HBO. Mm-hmm. Charlamagne, not Deshaun. <laughs> Dang. Right? If you was getting a job at HBO, this would be a completely different podcast. I'd be like, yo, nigga, what's up? Tell me more. <laughs> but you ain't. So, yeah, niggas, get back. <laughs> let, let, let Shantae and Ace talk. I'm just saying, like, ladies, am I wrong in thinking that this is... <laughs> Niggas ain't we we look. There's always been a place for niggas to spout just horrible ideas, but I just feel like with the advent of social media and with podcasting and with iHeartRadio and all this nationwide radio thing, I just feel like it's gotten a million times worse. I don't know if it's necessarily gotten worse. I just think it's um. The, those same people that will say that stuff at the barbershop and, but wouldn't take it outside of that area now have a, a place where they can basically virtually high five other people that have the same views mm-hmm. and without leaving their home and it becomes like a wave of ain't shitness and you're just like I didn't realize there were this many of you out there yeah and unfortunately well when it's the correct thing you know like when you get people who really enjoy a certain tv show or a certain whatever you know that isn't problematic or whatever and that's the thing about the internet you can find people that you like it's Mm -hmm. just that it's also working with these nasty motherfuckers too you know like that they're finding they're, you know, they're finding their group as well. Mm-hmm. I found out, I was just telling somebody today that it wasn't until um, really social media that I found out that I ain't shit. I mean, and I'm not saying that in a funny way. It's when I found out that I was not nearly as smart as I thought I was. Oh, absolutely. It was mm-hmm. when I found out that I'm not nearly as funny as I thought I was. <laughs> It was when I found out that I ain't read as many books as I thought I was. It was literally when I found out that I wasn't even a small fish in a big pond. I was one of those spider monkey things, one of those shrimp things that you used to get in the mail back in like 1984 in an ocean. And it took me... Oh, sea monkeys. Yeah, the sea monkeys. And so it took me a while to really cope with that. And some people I find once they realize that, okay, the person that I am on in real life isn't going to equate well to the person I want to be to these people who don't know me. People make a choice. They either change up their whole persona and become 10 times the horrible person that they already were, or they just fade to the background. And I think that's what I'm finding more and more. You can either, you're either hella smart, and so you're respected for that. You're already famous, or you have somebody famous in your family, and you get admired for that. Or you just come up off the head with some funny shit, and you get love for that. Or you're just trash. Yeah. Because I see a lot of folks who are getting tweets retweeted and, and getting followed off of saying stuff like uh, like that Yada nigga. 
<laughs> you know he grinds my gears, but it, it this <laughs> there is a market for everybody, and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that the market for ain't shitness is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't shitness and misinformation. It's huge. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's also. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's also the 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 idea of ain't shitness being huge. I feel like that comes into play with uh, every once in a while on Twitter, people want to downplay people's uh, school experience in being smart. Mm-hmm. And people not being reset, and you know, and then they say, "Well, oh, well, nobody didn't like you. It wasn't because you were smart. It was because you know you were an asshole, or because you didn't, you know, you weren't, you know, good at socializing and this and that." Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like, no, it's motherfuckers, it's grown motherfuckers on Twitter now who are trash and try to go at people who are smart mm-hmm. and trying to downplay them. You know, somebody yeah. uses a, a, a multi-syllabic word that isn't even that complicated, and now or, it's like, well, don't be using big words in me. You know, all kinds of right. bullshit. Just or not it's just words they've never heard before. Like, people are like, people will say, like, uh, ain't nobody ever heard of intersectionality before right. Twitter. Uh, excuse you. There's this thing called books that some of us read. Yeah, nobody's talking, to, before yeah nobody's talking about cis in real life, and it's just like, yes, they are. It's in every fucking biology book. <laughs> like, it's a legitimate term. And no, cis is not a slur. Word. Uh, but people don't like a lot. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people don't like being, having their um, long-held beliefs um, broken down as to why they're bullshit. So instead of, you know, absorbing new information, they deflect and project their insecurities on others. And that comes into play a lot when it co- when people start talking about rape culture. Because nobody wants to admit that some of the shit they've done mm-hmm. can be classified as sexual assault. assault. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot it's a whole lot of projecting. And when you see people caping for the Charlemagnes and R. Kellys of the world, just know, mental note, that nigga's got a big ass red flag over his head. Boom. See, that was another one of those Doherty Explorer type moments where I wasn't going to say shit. I was going <laughs> to resonate. Just let it cook. <laughs> it never cooks for me. You dropped the mic already. So, um, white folks, we talked about white folks ad nauseum, never leaving shit where it needs to be at, always want to touch shit, always want to discover shit, always want to try shit, always want to steal shit, always want to enslave people, always want to call the cops. I'm getting off subject. (laughs) There is a 2,000-year-old Egyptian coffin, black, of course. Um, and it was found in, 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 well, Egypt a couple weeks ago and white folks were like, Ooh, they were literally like Didi on Dexter's laboratory. Ooh. <laughs> and, um, we're like, we wonder what's in it. And black folks are like, y'all know y'all going to die. Right. And I white was folks like, like be quiet. We owned you. And 
<laughs> like you about to own yourselves, motherfuckers. But please, by all means, open that shit up. And then black folks are like, please let a ghost pop out. Please let the <laughs> king pop out. Please let this plague happen. Please only let it affect white folks. And Geraldo mm-hmm. was like, I get to go first. And we were like, him too. He's white. Dude. Don't you know? He's really him white. first. And so <laughs> the white folks clamored and they all got together and built up the strength and the bravery to go to Egypt and open up this sarcophagus uh, that they just felt was going to have like Jesus in it or something. And instead, uh, inside of it was three military soldiers or officers, you know, just regular ass niggas who probably were just like sleeping on the job. And Pharaoh was like, hey, y'all want to take a nap? Nigga, get in. (laughs) Get in what? In there. In where? Yeah, you know that old joke. Get in where? In there. In where? In the butthole. Girl, it's a booty hole. So... they were like, get in that. And there he was like, yeah, get in that. And there was like, uh, why? And he was like, because y'all look tired, so y'all must want to take a nap. And they was like, nigga, I'm not doing that. And he was like, hi, nigga, I'm Pharaoh. Get the fuck in. And so they must have got in. And he said, now sleep. And they were like, we ain't tired. As he closed the stone <laughs> over the top of him. And they all died. So as they died, they died together. And they were probably like, Hey, man, if you keep breathing, you're going to take up all the air. So I'm going to choke you out. So they was all fighting inside the sarcophagus. And they was choking each other out and struggling and all that. And then they was like, shh, shh, shh. listen, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Oh, I don't hear nothing, nigga. Keep fighting. Quit trying to quit trying to strap me. Nah, for real. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? And they listened real hard. And in the background, way off in the cosmos, they heard, and um died like they all died in the sarcophagus of course i made this all up i'm not sure how they died but they're dead but how the fuck else do you find three niggas in a sarcophagus together unless you know be who you want you know if they were into threesomes go for it i just didn't think they'd do it fully dressed inside of a sarcophagus but you know where can you talk for a moment um anyhow they found three soldiers, and they were like, what the fuck ever? And black folks were like, see, y'all nosy for no reason. And white folks were like, ha, you take that, but we owned you. And we was like, say that shit one more again. And they were like, I'm calling the police. So um, inside that group of three people, inside that group of three feet people was also a significant amount of sewage, which had leaked its way inside over two millennia. These things happen. Ooh. Sewage is in there. I wonder. I wonder when they opened up that conference. Uh, when they opened it, right? Since you talking about, they called the cops. They were like, "There's three black people inside of this." Uh. <laughs> I don't think there's a. Well, black supposed people, to there's be. not supposed to be black people here. <laughs> I don't think they have a permit to be here. <laughs> you and need I, a permit to sleep in here, sir. I don't feel sir. safe. <laughs> I keep telling them to leave, but they're listening they don't listen. to yoga, <laughs> yoga music, and drinking and drinking water. I don't know. <laughs> How the fuck did you get to Egypt anyway? How the fuck did you get to Egypt, sir? <laughs> they would be indignant like that too, man. They would, man. They so would. Like, how dare? How dare you? How you dare what? you ask me how I got here? You know what? You know what? Fine. You know what? Fuck it. 
I'm just like my just like my grandfather who he marched with Martin Luther King. <laughs> I'm gonna handle this. This land is your land. This land is my <laughs> land. Oh, Oklahoma <laughs> to New Jersey. I don't know the words. You do not know, dear, oh. how much I love you. <laughs> Please don't take your country from me. I don't know the words. I wonder how mad they were when they opened it and they saw saw like three black guys in there. It was like one of the white guys were like, oh my God, what we're going to find next? A, a sarcophagus with mixtapes in it or something? This is outrageous. <laughs> well, close back up. Close back up. It doesn't fit the narrative. <laughs> they were like, we need to say something about the sarcophagus. So they said that they found three black men broke into a. Gold chains, a mixtape, and a pair of Jordans. Also, that's crazy. So they uh, found the sarcophagus with the sewage inside, and uh, everybody was like, "Ah, cool. You know what else?" That's what's up. That's dope. And white folks are like, I'd like to drink that. Ew. I Whoa. wonder what it tastes like. And black folks are like, what? what they the are smoothie. Like? And they were like, it looks like cold brewed coffee. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> I Think want of it. all the vitamins and minerals. I want <laughs> that. I want that drink. I want it. I want You're it. making that up, Rashani. Nope. Deadly serious. <laughs> It's like kombucha. <laughs> it's like chill. <laughs> it tastes just like uh, what is mm-hmm. that shit? Uh, it, it it tastes just kimchi? like kimchi. Um, like no. out here talking about it's a wheatgrass smoothie or something like nah. Chill. I'm nah. Damn serious. Uh, a two thousand year old black sarcophagus was opened last week and revealed the revolting three skeletons, a red vial liquid, and a terrible smell. Now, because white people, now they're because white people. That's important, niggas. Remember that. I don't think there's any of us on it. You won't find that. Or Samoans or Eritreans. I see you. Um, or Hmong people. I don't think they're in on this either. But there's a change.org petition going from people who are fighting for the right to drink that red liquid. It bears more than 17,000 fucking signatures as of this writing. Let them do it. I let them drink it. This is exactly how the zombie apocalypse. This is natural selection. (laughs) (laughs) The head of Egypt's Supreme Council for Antiquities was actually explicit in stating no curse befell the team to open the sarcophagus, which was found to have had a crack that resulted in the liquid sewage within. Oh, you know what this is? This is the plot to get the X-Men in the Marvel Universe. (laughs) 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 This shit is about to turn into that movie Chronicle, which, by the way, was a really good movie and needs more respect. True. Mm -hmm. But these folks said, I want to drink the Cursed Mummy Milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) Cursed Mummy Milkshake. And I say let them. Please stop trying to tell me the skeleton juice is mostly sewage. That's impossible. Everybody knows skeletons can't poop. Oh, don't you poop when you die? Yes. Yes. This woman said, I just want to try the juice. I just want to try juice. 
It's on juice, baby. They, they, I'm, I'm with her. She just wants the juice. Hey, I just want a crack, baby. I <laughs> I am all for letting them drink it. I just want, I just want you to make me feel good, baby. <laughs> I need I need them to if they're gonna drink it, I need them at the CDC getting ready to be put behind oh, a, a, a door <laughs> so they can't come out because they so they get you know after they drink it's just like oh oh they, oh, they tripping lock them team. away. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else said we demand access to imbibe the cursed elixir. You right. know that was a white person. We Hell demand. Yeah. demand. Yeah. I was told it by our white. I am claiming eminent domain. <laughs> Manifest destiny. <laughs> all kinds, of, <laughs> all kinds of terms and shit. It is my birthright. And like Rashani said, like Rashani said, we own them anyway, so we might as well drink the juice. We'll be uh, fast. <laughs> we'll be able to outrun five cops. Um, a black guy said, "I mean, maybe we won't die." But we'll gain cool superpowers. I'm always oh, it's like the Wakanda from like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Just fighters and call it a day if you're trying to get superpowers that bad. You know what else will give you great superpowers? Being caught in a nuclear blast. This white boy that? says because God has been God long enough. <laughs> what? Oh, wow! What does that mean? Somebody else said, "What's the worst that could happen?" <laughs> they all yeah, tell, they, they think they're gonna turn into Kal-El or they're gonna be Logan or Scott or whoever the fuck it is. They're gonna be the X Men. That's how we get them in the Marvel universe. Wait, have y'all watched The Magicians? Nisha no. loves that show. I've been meaning to watch it on Netflix, but she's on like all the way through the end of it. Shit. So one of the characters basically like goes all out. Think they think she dies, she comes back super evil, ghostly, starts possessing people. Mm. That's what, yeah, I can see that happening drinking mummy juice. Mm. You, you're definitely going to end up possessing someone. You're going to die. That, that, that's like, that's a fact. Somebody's going to become uh, a straight up zombie. That's, that's, that's all I see happening. That's how the mummy's curse works. Yeah. Somebody's going to be a zombie. And then I just want one and person. And it's going to be the. World War Z zombies that are really fast and can climb walls and shit. Because they're drinking black people. Yeah. Because <laughs> of that, they're drinking that extra, what is it, that extra muscle? The extra yeah, muscle juice that those white people say, like, we got extra bones and shit or whatever. Extra muscles, that's why we, we run fast. We have fat, more fast switch fibers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what's gonna happen. I'm just hoping that when they turn to zombies, one nigga's wearing a red jacket and they start dancing the thriller. That's it. I, just, um, I hope they turn into zombies like their focus is smell focused and they only smell white people. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was about to say what it was gonna smell like and I'm not gonna say it. Smell would be. I'm gonna just be quiet. <laughs> But somebody out there knows what that smell is. And if you know yes, what that smell is, I know what the smell is. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to say it. Feel free to email the single simulcast at gmail.com. Use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter if you know what that smell is to guess what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, I'll say it. Wolf. Because it's raining outside over here. <laughs> wolf, wolf. <laughs> it's, not even that one, though. it's not even that one. 
It's not even. Oh. I know it's, what it's not even. That one? What are you talking about? I'm not going to stop that for the evening. I'm not saying. So, um, yeah. Um, I I never know where to go after this, but luckily we have a whole lot of fucking shit to talk about. So let's talk about a nigga that don't nobody really care about anymore. Wiz Khalifa. Uh, Wiz Khalifa has urged heterosexual males to think, or heterosexual men, to think twice before eating bananas as doing so may cause those around them to look at them suspiciously. You With know what? thoughts on dubious banana eating included, if you eat a banana, you suspect. Niggas I gotta break the banana to get in half. all of the Charlie horses. Just no more potassium for you, nigga. None. Like, just all of the muscle cramps. Like, just cut it up. Like, if you really feel like... No! No! Either eat a banana or don't. If you think eating a banana or a hot dog or a popsicle is home of like homosexual, you don't deserve nice things. Now you I, don't I, deserve I, nutrients. I, I do want to admit to feeling a certain kind of way whenever I eat eggnog ice cream, but that's because I'm lactose intolerant and I know it's gonna it's fuck gonna me. Gonna end badly, yeah. And I don't care. I will sit <laughs> on the toilet with my iPad. And rock back and forth while Spotify plays Rock Me Tonight <laughs> and read and just giggle my motherfucking head off. <laughs> and it's the best. Um, Talenti, by the way, gelato, eggnog. If you get it, you know, you already know. They also have because their Talenti, Mediterranean mint is bomb. Listen, listen, Linda, listen, nah, fuck Ooh, that. And nigga. they have an almond butter one now, too, nigga. Nigga, listen. Can I call you nigga? Nigga, nigga, <laughs> nigga. Listen, listen, nigga. So I was at grocery outlet, right? Uh, good prices for po niggas. So I was at grocery outlet. <laughs> grocery outlet is one of those places for the un for the un uh, initiated mm. that uh, have foods that they don't know if they gonna be big or not yet. So grocery mm-hmm. outlet is like the minor league for grocery stores. It's like a tester, like yes. okay, okay. Yes, like they the got the blue caps. They food. got the blue caps, um, and so they have stuff that you won't <laughs> see in regular stores. And then they have ridiculous sales on these things. For instance, mm-hmm. a couple months ago, we went into grocery outlet, and my wife and I go to grocery outlet like it's a religious experience because we always know we're gonna find some shit. They had a couple months ago uh, blue raspberry sodas. For 50 cent each, the big-ass bottles, 50 cent each, buy one, get one free. We bought, like, 16 cases. <laughs> a couple months after that, they had, and nobody else liked them but my wife and I. We were like, fuck y'all. Peach sweet tea popsicles. Oh, lit. Buy one, get one free. 99 cent a pack for a eight-pack. And it was the, uh, it was the, the... You know the not the doll. I think it's doll. Is it doll? Where they have the um, the fruit uh, popsicles, where it's like pure strawberry or pure. Oh, and it has like the fruit chunks in them. Yeah. Yeah. So it had pieces of uh, of the peach in it, and it tastes just like sweet tea, and it's the best. We still have two boxes left. We bought like twenty boxes and stuffed them everywhere. So this last time we went up there, because they are literally catering to our souls right now. Last time we went up there, they had. I kid you not, 
they called it cinnamon peach biscuit ice cream. Black mm-hmm. folks know that that means peach cobbler. Yeah. Nigga, they have peach cobbler ice cream. Buy one, get one free. 50 cent off Talenti Gelato peach cobbler ice cream. Mm-hmm. I ate a container and a half and spent the rest of the night howling on the toilet. <laughs> And regret nothing. (laughs) So I'm listening and trying to Google to see if there's one near me, and there's not. I'm so sorry. There's two in our area. Fucking Pennsylvania. There's two in our area, and they're the best. They have everything. They have for eleven dollars huge cans of fresh crab. I don't even know how they did this. Huge refrigerated cans of crab that are like fresh crumbled Dungeness crab. For eleven bucks. Whoa! So good. I've made gumbo. I've made everything I've ever wanted. It's the best. Anyhow, I'm hating. Wiz says keep bananas out your mouth because that shit's gay. Uh, he also wants us to just. He wants men to just straight up avoid putting whole fruits in your mouth. <laughs> you know what might be gay is envisioning watching a man eat a, a banana and envisioning that that's a penis. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just saying that might qualify well, I mean, more so than actually I mean, banana. Don't put the whole banana in your mouth. I mean, that. Follow it. Don't mean I'm gay. Yeah, I didn't say it means you're gay, but I just said it'd be weird. Because you might. Don't do that because you might choke. Like, that's what's so odd about it. Nobody does that unless they're like performing at a strip club. Maybe that's what he means then. I'm saying this nigga goes to the club or goes to a a, a magic show and sees somebody come up there like I'm a sword swallower and they say the whole sword in the mouth and he says, "Gay nigga, (laughs) boo, nigga, you gay." Like, He's legitimately Riley. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny when Riley does it, but it's not because when Wiz Khalifa cartoon. does it. Because for some strange reason, niggas still like Wiz Khalifa. They do? I don't know. No, no one likes Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> he, he had a song. He fell off me. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's, I don't know. I'm just like, I look, nigga, like, what kind of lifestyle did you live where whenever you, like, what kind of sad childhood did you have where whenever you picked up a banana, you got the shit smacked out of you? Because, mm. nigga, like, if you, there's literally no way that you're going to tell me that I can't have one of those cherry and orange rocket pops. There's no way. Hell no. And nigga, when I'm eating them, like, don't, you know, tell, rocket don't pop. ask nobody to bite into a fucking popsicle oh unless you want to pay for their dental bills. When I'm eating you one of those cherry and, and, when I'm <laughs> cherry and orange rocket pops, nigga, look, nigga, let's be honest. Keep it absolutely 100. Yeah, I keep the wrapper on it because it's safety, but nigga, I eat it from the top. I lick it from the top. I go from the side. <laughs> nigga, like, it's frozen solid. 
Yeah. So you got to put work in all around the the. You like, gotta you gotta eat it evenly because exactly. if you don't, then you got like one side and the popsicle stick is all exposed, but you got a whole yeah. other side where it's the full popsicle. You gotta do it's quick man. Khalifa sounds like uh, the guy from Superbad, the one when he was drawing all the dick pics. They wouldn't let him eat the bananas and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Anything that looked like a dick. Yeah. Amber Rose might have turned Wiz Khalifa out. That's his problem. Every time you see a banana, mm. flashback. Mm. No bananas, it's like, no bananas. It's very odd that so many quote-unquote straight men have this obsession with phalluses. Yeah, <laughs> or phallic objects. Like, um, as someone who is actually attracted to men for whatever fucked up reason, um, I can eat popsicles, banana. I don't really like bananas, but if I did, I could eat that and wouldn't remind me of a penis because it's a banana. And, and, <laughs> and, and plus, plus the banana doesn't have uh, two sweaty oranges behind it. Right. You don't get a vein in a banana. Right. right. Wow. Like banana doesn't lean to the left. Like I'm just. I mean, well, some, yeah, mm, mm, yeah. Wow. but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have to worry about my banana being uncut or not. <laughs> wow. Or having a disease that's going to change your entire life. <laughs> no schmegma on bananas. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Oh no! See, because now we got, because now it's just like, come on, guys, pull it back, pull it back, and wash. Like, even if you don't have to pull, make sure you wash, because some of y'all, even without there the, are nooks you know, and crannies that you need to get into, and a quick rinse ain't gonna do it. Yo, oh, that sounds gross. I'm glad I don't have take, that. Take take care of yourselves. Yeah, you know, hygiene is very important. Use a washcloth. And then put that washcloth in the dirty clothes and get a new one for the next day. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourselves out there. That picked up these hard ass washcloths (laughs) and you reaping them. Ew. Don't do that. Save yourself. Stop using all one body wash. So, um,. I'm, I'm I'm sorry that you ladies had to go through that. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to go through it, like not personally, but I've been on Twitter long enough yeah. that yo, it's some I, mess yeah. in these streets. A whole lot of grown men and not wiping because it's gay, or not washing their assholes because it's gay. I was like, your ass don't itch all day. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... If you, if you have skid marks in all of your drawers, your oh. ass has to itch. Oh, my God. Like, oh my God. adult diaper rash. Like, I don't understand how guys don't just walk up to each other and be like, Make hey, Charles. <laughs> you ever feel less than fresh? <laughs> <laughs> tampon commercials where we're like skipping through fields men can get soap commercials where they're like you know in the shower and having a good time like you know that one um 
I guess it was a Vine or it was a YouTube and the dude's in the shower. He's lathering up. He's listening to music. He throws the bar of soap, hits the wall, bounces back at him. He catches it, starts singing again. Have fun in the shower. Make cleaning a, a self-care ritual. How about just take a shower in general? How about that? Oh, yeah, that, that too. Yeah. Don't, don't die in the shower, my dude. Don't, don't, don't get too hyped. You know, Be careful. I, I do. That's a cautionary <laughs> tale because I really did uh, wash the bottom of my foot with some soap and <laughs> didn't rinse it off before I put my foot back down. And a nigga almost went stone shuffle. I've used um, certain like um, sugar scrubs that also have oils in it. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, a nigga almost lost her life. <laughs> exactly. You be out there like doing, literally doing the cha-cha slide. You put your foot down, slide to the left. <laughs> in the shower it's terrible but your skin feels great afterwards a self-proclaimed pimp is now wanted in connection with an alleged carjacking at a local mcdonald's Mm. the victim told police he was driving down brooks road in a 2007 bmw when a silver mercedes suv began following him on monday night Someone inside eventually motioned for him to pull over, and both vehicles turned into the McDonald's on South 3rd Street. Instead of a friendly chat, the driver, a man who called himself Pimp Earl, Mm. got out of the car along with the lady companion and accused the man of taking their BMW. They (laughs) demanded the keys, to which the victim refused. The victim was a white man, wasn't he? Pimp Earl? No, the victim. Probably. No, hey, what makes that funny is self-alleged car motions you to pull over. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, nah, I ain't pulling over. Oh my god. Pimp Earl said, we can do this the easy way or the hard way, and you're absolutely right. Who the, like, call me Pimp Earl. No, (laughs) the whole thing. Pimp Earl. It's like a try call quest. No, like how Kobe said, call him Black Mamba, call me Pimp Earl. Oh, shit. No, not Pearl. <laughs> Don't call me Pearl. I like that name. Call me Pimp Pearl. Um, <laughs> We can do this the easy way or the hard way, Pimp Earl. We can do this the easy way or the hard way, Pearl reportedly told the victim. <laughs> That's when a third person in the suspect's SUV opened the rear door and brandished a rifle across his lap. The victim said the unknown man just sat there staring at him. Pearl then grabbed the keys from the victim's hand, handed them to the woman, and all three took off. It Nobody sounds like hurts. a plot from you, Age. Uh, hey, the, 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 the guy who wrote the article, a woman, is very disrespectful to this pimp guy because uh, they said alleged pimp. Because it's like allegedly he got holes. They don't know. Like, if he had holes, they would be like, notorious pimp. They knew. <laughs> yeah. he just Allegedly, he has holes. He's a pimp, he says. It's like quotation marks around it. According to Pimp Earl, he's a pimp. <laughs> Earl replies a pimp. <laughs> we cannot confirm or deny these allegations. <laughs> He was quoted as saying that he had been pimping since pimping since pimping, but we do not have proof of these allegations. We see no holes with this so-called pimp. So we checked his phone. He does not have different area codes in it. Wow. 
We also checked local stables. There does not seem to be. (laughs) (laughs) We asked five women in a survey if they knew who Pimp Earl was in the lineup. We took our survey to the host stroll. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. When asked who Pimp Earl was, they asked us who Pimp Earl was. (laughs) Oh, man. We consulted our expert, Don Magic Wand. (laughs) (laughs) Pimp Earl, who was last seen at a McDonald's asking for the hookup, because that's what pimps get, fled the scene. Yeah. I think he probably must be an up and coming pimp to be, you know, at a McDonald's. That... Oh no, I don't know, dog, because allegedly you need five hoes before you can get on the up and coming page on iTunes. Yeah, he oh. wouldn't. He he's one of the up and coming pimps. He's not a legendary pimp. Shout out to really Paris. Shout yeah. out to Paris is burning. <laughs> Somebody stole his bottom bitch. He was having a hard night. Come he back, was. sweetest taboo. <laughs> A Massachusetts man was arrested after police said he stripped down inside of a Planet Fitness in New Hampshire. Police say that Eric Stagno walked into the gym and removed his clothing. He walked back and forth a couple times before settling in on the yoga mats. That's about right. I mean, it does get pretty hot in the gym. And naked yoga is a thing. And they were praying Nellies. I mean, maybe he was just early for class. Mm. I am getting so hot. I'm gonna take my clothes off. You you get what you pay for. I mean, Planet Fitness is true. I mean, they don't even have real weights, so I don't know what you expect. When officers arrived, they found him completely nude in a yoga type position. He was arrested without incident and was charged with indecent exposure, lewdness, and disorderly conduct. Police said the only statement that Stagno made was that he thought Planet Fitness was a judgment-free zone. A I mean, the child oh, is what they say. <laughs> that is what they say. That's true. I thought this is America. Come for the pizza Fridays. Stay for the nude yoga. But that's how you knew it was a white man. They didn't shoot him because he didn't have yeah. a weapon. Nah, he ain't got no weapon. Not the weapon. <laughs> um, now, let me see here. I have to read these stories. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though I, I, you know, I, because niggas ain't shit. Yeah. Folks ain't shit. A gay hey. black man in D.C. said he was <clears throat> kicked out of an Uber and had to face the police because he's gay. Chris Williams is a bartender. He ended his shift on June 27th and called an Uber to go home. While he was being driven home, he received a call from his grandfather. He said that while he was talking, he used tag words like honey and darling, and the video of the confrontation shows that Williams has a stereotypically gay voice. Really? Really? <laughs> well, this is LGBTQNation.com, so I'll yeah. accept it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. If, if this is Washington Post, though, we nigga, what the fuck? We, you mean? we have some things to say, like to the editor. Like LGBTQ yeah. Nation 
saying stuff like this is like black folks saying nigga. We can say, but you can't. I wish you would say somebody had a stereotypical gay voice. The fuck is a stereotypical gay voice, nigga? Come see me out back. But if LGBTQ nation says it, it's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, pretty much. William said that it was when the driver heard the word darling that he stopped the car. Quote, as soon as the driver heard the word darling, he had to pull over. I'm like, wait, this is new. This ain't my stop. Williams told Metro Weekly. The driver said, you literally actually need to get out of my car. I love that. Literally, actually. You literally actually need to get out of my car because I'm not taking you anywhere. And I'm looking at this man like, wait. What? Wait a minute. What's wrong? What in the buck tooth fuck is happening? <laughs> he didn't say that, but I told you I was going to start using that one, Shantae. <laughs> William said the driver told him to get out again, and when he asked why, the driver called the police. Oh, the driver's white. Oh, he was? He had he looked to be. like some type... No, I watched the video. He looked like some uh, type of person of color. Arab American, maybe? Yes, he he looked like some type of color. Yeah. Damn. I, when I saw that he called the police, I just assumed. Yeah, no. William said the driver told him to get out again, and when asked why, the driver called the police. When two officers responded to the call, William said the driver refused to talk to him and only talked to the cops. See, this all sounds like white folks stuff. He's been studying. Mm. Quote, the way that you treated me just now and I just sat here and looked at you and told you what the fuck is going on and you want to sit here and be a bigot? Go ahead, William said. He started recording the interaction with his phone when the police arrived. The police did not file a report about the incident, and it took Williams 30 minutes to get another Uber to go home. Williams posted the video to Facebook when he got home, and it has since been viewed over 7,000 times. He used the hashtag BigotBob, a reference to other nicknames of African Americans for doing innocuous things like using a coupon or having a barbecue. He also filed a complaint with Uber. You know what? That, 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 that makes me upset. Like, I really don't understand why people like. To me, it's always stupid to turn away a person. Like when it comes to business, money's green. I don't care if you're black, white, gay, whatever you are. Your money's still green and it still spins. And I want to take your money. You're gonna give me the money. I'm gonna take it. And I don't know why all these people fuck with the gay pe- like gay people like they will shut your shit down. Like Chick Fil A tried that shit where they were saying they don't want to serve gay people. And when they was like, "We're not eating their chicken sandwiches no more and shit," they start giving out free chicken sandwiches to people because yeah. money talks, man. Like they better leave, they better leave them alone, man. They don't play. And I don't bigotry understand. Isn't rational. Bigotry isn't rational. Like all of these people shoot themselves in the foot to be bigots. That's why. Like everybody getting videotaped and losing their jobs, but people are still going out of their way to be bigots yeah. and don't mind being videotaped. So it's very nonsensical. It shit just don't make no sense because, like, now when they start uh, boycotting Uber and then start going to Lyft, then Uber is gonna be fucked because they they're they're very powerful group of people. Like, and money spins. Like, I just don't understand. Like, it's just so dumb to me. Like. It, to me, as a, as a, I don't know, I just, I don't know, that upset me. That's dumb. You kicked him out your, your, your Uber because you were listening to his conversation. Your fucking cab Wait. driver driving You were ear hustling and got mad at what you heard. Um, that's not my fault. 
It wasn't like he was on the phone saying, yeah, I'm finna set this nigga up to rob him. He was talking <laughs> to his granddaddy. Yeah. Mind your own damn business and drive your cab. I'm just saying. Oh, by the way, uh, McDonald's, there's a McDonald's that's uh, right next to Chick-fil-A uh, mm-hmm. in whatever city this is. Again, I'm looking at LGBT Nation. I saw that. <laughs> and uh, the sign on the McDonald's that's right next to the Chick-fil-A uh, has three words on it. Real simple. Uh, we welcome everyone. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Glastonbury, Connecticut McDonald's is showing, throwing shade at their soon-to-open competitor Chick-fil-A with a sign that subtly highlights the chicken chain's notorious anti-LGBTQ history. Mm-hmm. Quote, we welcome oh. everybody. I respect that. Yep. Absolutely. Jordan Snook, the Chick-fil-A franchise owner, Snook, he's white, says he isn't sure what the sign refers to specifically. Of course not. But touts his intention to create, quote, an environment of hospitality. See, that hospitality only applies to straight people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but seriously, I mean, McDonald's, if you want to be welcoming to everybody, then you need to go ahead and stop fucking around and uh, get your ice cream machines to work 24 hours a day. <laughs> Please, niggas. Yo, some of them are. Where? Where you hear that from? What, 24 hour McDonald's? No, I'm talking about no, the no, ice cream no, machine. The ice cream machine. Hours. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, good luck with that. That ain't gonna never happen. Them ice cream machines <laughs> are always broken. Yeah. They go down more than Comcast service. They shit is broke like. I swallowed that one back. If you. <laughs> what do you think I was gonna say? What do you think my next thing was gonna say? Send us an email to singlesoundcast at gmail.com because there's so many different ways that statement could have went. Mostly. None of them good. None of them were good. They were all very belligerent. Um, <laughs> all them shits. Like, <laughs> made sure of that. Um, Ace. Yes. Go ahead and do your shout outs. The floor is yours. I would like to shout out my friends. Uh, Dashita does not listen to podcasts, but she's one of my oldest friends and the only person, one of two people, two co-workers I've remained friends with in my long life of working. And she actually just left to go back to Florida. So my shout out is to her and her next year of law school. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a neater. Like, um... <laughs> I, I, I people think I'm joking when I'm like I'm trying to make connections with lawyers because cops be wilding. True. For no reason, I I need every lawyer I can get to help a brother out. Uh, Deshaun, go ahead and do your shout outs, man. Um, I don't really have any shout outs. I just want to thank you for uh, allowing me to be on the podcast. It was really fun and it was nice meeting everybody. So hopefully we can do it again. You know we can, and you know, call the dream team. Join us. Mm. We're nice now. Mm. That's how I'm being, <laughs> we're, we're nice, Shante. Yeah, uh, shout out to Deshaun and Ace for being on the show, and everybody that continues to rock with us 
and share the show and you know listen to the show and everything and uh you know i don't have to shout out pose but i'm a shout out mm-hmm. pose so you know watch pose like Rashani said fx now watch the show report back and uh yeah stay stay safe out there stay safe as much as you can and um i just really want to take this time out to say um Thank you! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show. We really do appreciate it. We love you! <laughs> I thank you! Look, look, look! We got a thank you! Shots out! Thank you! Seriously. It is a beautiful thing to uh, be able to reach out and know that somebody's going to catch you when you're falling. It takes a lot of bravery to say that you're not okay. Um, It takes a lot of strength to be able to uh, know that you are stepping into darkness or actively trying to walk out of darkness. And sometimes it takes just as much bravery to say, you know what, I'm just going to stay here for a while. Um, But you're not alone. Never think you're alone. The loneliest moment is where your mind openly rebels against you to convince you that you are alone and um we're here uh it can be as simple as this on days where you're okay hit us up and just hashtag check in i'll check in on you i will I promise. If you want to be once a month, I'll check in on you once a month. If you want to be every week, I'll check in on you every week. If you want to be sporadically, so be it. But I'll check in on you. We need you to know that it's okay to not be okay. But we also need you to know that we will be there with you to support you as you take those steps back to feeling like yourself again. Because it is scary. But it's manageable. And the world's a beautiful place. No matter what, don't lose sight of that. And it's more beautiful because you're in it. The world is wonderful. Just gotta work to get back to that point. Now I wanna close out! (laughs) This is a song that y'all may not have heard before. Wow. Oh man. Come see our tour, secure the bag. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is all can't thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Washington, D.C. Orlando. <laughs> Sacramento. Oklahoma City. New Jersey. Thank you. <laughs> One, two, three. Boogie. Fuck you. Nigga, fuck you too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Boogie. <laughs> Oh, 
episode 309. Y'all be good. We are out. Peace. This is Single Simulcast. Washington, D.C. How are you doing? We're heat wave and we're just so happy to be here today. Thank you so much, Washington, D.C. Let's get into it. One, two, three, four. We love you, and we love God, and we love you loving God, and we thank you for loving us as much as you love God. And with that, we'd like to get into our next song. One, two, three, and four.
song, so we played it twice. You're welcome. Tell your friends and tell your family. Heat Wave was here. I'm the lead singer of Heat Wave. Heat Wave. That's me. And them. But mostly me. Washington, D.C. I want to send a shout out to everybody in Washington, D.C. Everybody from Anacostia to McPherson Square to Georgetown. All of you. We got a song for you right now. A one, a two, a three, a four. So, uh, yeah, Washington, D.C., uh, I, I, I just got a letter from, uh, one of my, uh, bandmates, uh, from your governor saying that this shit really is free, and apparently we doing this shit pro bono. So, um, we have, uh, one more song that, uh, we've actually, uh, taken from a artist that you may or may not recognize uh, we don't really give a shit um but uh we gonna sing that for you right now uh so uh sit back stand up we don't really give a fuck and uh enjoy hey man what about the washington dc hey shut the fuck up man i'm not getting paid for this shit hey y'all one I see you driving around town with the money I need And I'm like, fuck you I guess you didn't know I liked pussy and weed So I'm like, fuck you and uh, fuck your crew See, if I was richer, I wouldn't be bitching Now that's bullshit and all the pain in my chest is all for the best because of fuck you Washington DC we out hey man I don't think they're coming back I mean god I kinda liked him I'm gonna find him on YouTube what if they have that rendition of the song they just sang? 